I want to welcome you to the Alan Smith podcast at Liberty Baptist Church in Chelsea, Alabama. Thank you for joining us today. Um, We're still dealing with a little bit of COVID-19 here at the Smith household. So if you will keep us in your prayers there. Um, We're over it, but we're not fully recovered. We still have some sense of smell and some sense of taste, but we're not... um, We're not fully 100%. We are released to go back to school. We are released to go back to work, uh, released to go back anywhere we need to, and we're not contagious, but we're going to wait one more week, uh, one more Sunday, which is tomorrow, and we're going to stay at home and and do like some of the others, and as the COVID has been rising, we're going to honor the the 14 days, and we're already past that, but we want to make sure that we're not making anybody susceptible to what we've already been through ourselves. And COVID-19 has not been an easy run, even though we've had a mild case. But I wanted you to know that it's, uh, we do want to keep it away from everybody as much as we can. So we do want you to wear your face mask. We do want you to um, not to, to wash your hands and not to, not to hug as much as, as much as we'd love to hug everybody. Uh, We see the needs and make sure that we can, social distance and that we can keep that away. Um, It's good to have everybody here uh, today. So uh, our prayer this week, uh, as I was reading through Jeremiah, I came upon this is call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, which you do not know, Jeremiah 33, three. So as we call out the Lord this week in prayer through the COVID-19 things that we've had going on in our life, let's, let's uh, call out to Jesus and, and ask him for the great and mighty things. And he says he will answer us. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So let's go to the Lord in prayer and we'll open up today's Sunday school lesson. Dear Lord in heaven, we thank you for this day. And Lord, we thank you for the love that you've shown us, Lord, for protecting us as we've gone through this COVID-19. Lord, watching over us, Lord, keeping us uh, healthy. Lord, as our appetite has been okay. And Lord, we just thank you that you watched over us and Lord, helped keep us out of the hospital. We haven't had to have any kind of medicine except for over-the-counter uh, aspirin and Tylenol and stuff like that, vitamins. I want to thank you for, uh, I thank you for protecting us and thank you for watching over us. Lord, we ask you to protect the rest of the Sunday school class. Lord, we ask you to guard them and guide them and let them in this Christmas season see you, Lord, as who you are. Lord, help us to glorify you by staying our social distance, washing our hands, and Lord, uh, refraining from taking off our masks, Lord, to to uh, to show that, Lord, our love for everyone, Lord, is, is what you've asked us to do. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. But Lord, help us today to do that. And Lord, help us to love you more supremely. Lord, to hunger and thirst for your word. Lord, open our eyes, uh, Lord, that we would see people as you see them. And Lord, help us to uh, have the boldness of speech, to speak your word when we have that opportunity. And Lord, today's lesson kind of helps us bring that into full uh, context of what we're doing. So Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for protecting us. And Lord, thank you for using us. Uh, For it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. This week's lesson is titled Conceived. And we're that close to Christmas. So um, we're going to be in Luke chapter one, and we're going to be in Gabriel's announcement to Mary. And before we get started, I kind of want to go over a few things. 
Have you ever felt like you're part of God's plan in today's world? When we read today's lesson and apply what's being said to our lives, we can see that God uses common, common people, common human beings to fulfill his redemptive plan even today. What we will see in today's lesson in Luke chapter 1 is that God can take someone from a relatively, relatively unknown place and use them to do wondrous things in the kingdom of God. But what we also see is that for us to be used in a purposeful way, we have to be willing vessels. We never know how as believers we're going to be used, and we never know when we'll be used, but we do know that God can and will use his people who are called by his name to fulfill his purpose. The story of Mary reminds us that God invites people to be a part of bringing about the redemption of his creation. So God uses each and every one of us. God uses ordinary people in his plan of salvation and his plan of redemption. So the question we have to ask each other is, are we willing? We're going to be in chapter 1 of Luke, reading verses 26 through 29. I'd like you to open your Bibles and join with me, and let's read God's Word. It says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. You got to remember, she probably was, I'm guessing, and I think the Bible kind of leans toward it. She was very young. Uh, I want to say between probably 14 and 16. She was betrothed to Joseph. And as this story unfolds, it's about six months after Elizabeth, which is Zachariah's wife, the priest, had become pregnant. If you remember, Zachariah and Elizabeth were older in age. So they didn't feel like they could have children. And God had already revealed to Gabriel, I mean, through Gabriel to Zachariah that his wife was going to bear a son. And that son's name was going to be named John. Nazareth, which is where this is at, was not a town where prominent people wanted to live. Nazareth is in a region of Galilee in the northern part of Israel. The Sea of Galilee is to your east, and the Mediterranean Sea is to your west. North of Galilee is Syria and Lebanon, and south is Samaria. This also shows how God uses the humble people to fulfill his plans. He didn't pick the rich. He didn't pick the high in society. He picks common, everyday household people from uncommon places like you and I to perform his miracles. Notice how the angel addresses Mary. He addresses her as highly favored one, thus indicating how God had chosen her and how blessed she would be among women. God chose to show grace to the world and had chosen Mary to be the vessel to bear the Messiah. Her position did not elevate her to special status. And that and that special status that would some people still say would involve prayers or worship. 
she's Mary. She's Jesus' mother. She had no idea she would become a fulfillment of prophecy during her early years. Mary was merely a woman. Although she was especially blessed, she remained a willing vessel for God. What we see is God places people in positions to be used by him. God works in our lives. And sometimes we don't see God at work because it's not our time yet. God is in the waiting. And we don't need to get ahead of God's plan. When we try to, get, when we try to help God with our lives, we almost always make things worse. So don't try to get ahead of God. Just realize that God's timing is always perfect and that God is always working. So here we see that God's working in Mary and Joseph's life, and God's working in Zacharias, Elizabeth, and John's. Can you see God's hand in your life? Do you see God working right now? If you don't realize that God is working in your life, it may be not your time to shine today, but it is God is working in your life. Verses 30 through 33 say this. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and all of his kingdom there will be of no end. Favor comes from the word grace and describes the unmerited goodwill of God. God's grace cannot be earned, it's given. Gabriel told Mary that she will conceive a son without a human father. He would be the son of God. He will be great and will be called Jesus, son of the highest. And he, Jesus, will fulfill all the messianic prophecies. He will receive the throne of his father David, 2 Samuel 7, 16. And there will be no end to his kingdom, Isaiah 9, 7. Jesus is the promised Messiah who would reign eternally and does reign eternally. He is the Savior of the world. Matthew 1, 21, if you look back at that, you see that Gabriel's talking now to Joseph, and he says, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, or he will save his people from their sins. So God's already preparing a place. It had been 400 years since God had last done anything through a prophet, and now he's going to bring upon through a lowly servant by the name of Mary, a virgin, betrothed to a man of the lineage of David, but of a town that's probably not even recognized on the map. In fact, as you read on through the Bible, it says what good thing can come from Nazareth. So God uses people from lowly places, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Verses 34 through 37 says this, Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered her and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. 
Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this now is the sixth month for her who is called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. If you don't have that underlined, underline verse 37 of your Bible of Luke, number chapter 1. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Her question to Gabriel is, how can this be, since I don't know a man? These are simple words from a very young, believing woman. What Mary didn't know was this was a one-time fulfillment with one virgin, her, in history, who would conceive and give birth to the once for all time son of the most high God. Mary knew that by the word God had spoken, the universe was brought into being. She knew that from Genesis 1. The Holy Spirit was present at the beginning of creation and functions in the lives of, of all believers. We should not be surprised that God the Spirit would be involved in the birth of God the Son. The child would be holy. He would not bear any of the original sin passed down through Adam. Jesus would be completely innocent from the conception and would live a perfect, sinless life. Mary's question focused on human possibilities. How can I be since I've never been with a man? Like Mary, we need to recognize the limitless power of God. The angel reminded Mary and us, nothing will be impossible with God. You see, we may not understand how the eternal Christ, who was present at the beginning, would be conceived or could be conceived in human form within a virgin's womb. We may wonder at the miracle of the Christmas story. But we can rejoice that God's infinite power has accomplished his plan for salvation and made it possible for us to be reconciled to him through Jesus. This makes the story of Christmas really come to life because we know he came to save the lost in this world and he will come again to receive us where he is now. You see, he is alive now and forevermore. What we also know about the Christmas story is this Jesus came and was not recognized. And if you think about it, the people that came to look at him came from the fields. They saw the star. And that's a that's a big statement right there. So as we get in, that, that will come in a few more days. So let's just go ahead and finish today's lesson. We want to read verse number 38. And it says this. When Mary said, Behold the maidservant, excuse me, then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, and the angel departed from her. What we find from here is what all of our response should be. Mary's response to Gabriel's announcement was that she would be willing to do whatever God asked her to do during her time. Behold, I am the Lord's servant. The first step 
to commitment is to recognize who we are and in and that we are in a relationship to God. We must believe the word of the Lord and we must believe the Lord of the word. Mary accepted that she could do nothing to accomplish this miraculous birth except to accept the Heavenly Father's design. Believers, as believers, we're to submit humbly to God's purposes. He desires to accomplish so much through each of us. If we'll just simply trust him and allow him to fulfill his will through us for his glory. You remember Jesus said on the cross, before the cross, not on the cross, not my will, but your will. Today, we need to be looking at what this lesson is all about. It's about humbling ourselves and listening to what God has in store for us. And when that timing comes, it's to be able to accept humbly whatever comes our way, knowing that God's will is for the greatest purpose for all mankind. After all, he sent his son through a virgin to die on a cross to accept our sin, mine and yours, for all eternity, and to take them and put them behind him so as far as the east is from the west. We have a lot to be thankful for during this Christmas season. We have a lot to be thankful for the way God brings about his life, the way God brings about our life. Even though we sometimes don't understand it, there's opportunities for God to use us and for us to be in his will. So this week's lesson is titled Conceived. We're in Luke chapter 1. But we also need to realize that we need to prepare our hearts for the day or the moment or that great opportunity. that God says, now's your time. When the Holy Spirit reveals to us, now's your opportunity to talk to that person. Now's your opportunity to go and witness and be a witness to all the people that you'll meet. I've prepared you for a certain time. This is your time. Thank you, God, for using us today. And I hope this makes a whole lot of sense, being that the virgin conceived this Jesus Christ and Mary was a willing vessel. Thank you for listening. Again, this is Alan Smith Sunday School Podcast. We love you in the Lord.